a lovely good morning to all the students of class 12th today i have come before you with a beautiful tale of the tiger king from your book with stars now before going through the details of the story let us discuss about its author this story is written by kalki now let me tell you that this name is the only pen name of the author the pen name means the name that a writer uses instead of his real name when he is publishing a book or an article the real name of the writer is ramaswami krishnamurthy ayer he was a tamil writer he was born on september 9th 1899 now if we talk about his education he was only 10th passed from a municipal school despite very less education he wrote 120 short stories five novels three historical romances editorial and political writings and much more finally he died on december 5th 1954 now let us move ahead towards the theme of the story which is a satire on the pride of those in power dear students this story deals with the king of pratibandhapuram who was famous by different names that is sir jilani jangjang bahadur maharaja dhiraj vishwa bhuvan samrat etc now let us discuss about the story of the chapter during the olden times when britishers were flourishing in india there was a kingdom named pratibandhapuram where a boy child took birth in the royal palace when the child was only 10 days old the astrologers were called to declare his fortune and forecast about his future on looking the child the chief astrologer declared that one day this crown prince would be killed by the tiger because the child was born under the star of bull and the bull and the tiger were the enemies suddenly the 10 day old child started talking by listening the baby speaking all the people there felt surprised that how a 10 day baby could talk a baby questioned the chief astrologer that it would be better if he could tell him the manner of his death by the tiger now the chief astrologer he was astonished he started thinking he was in a great confusion what to say but the chief astrologer declared that dear son that he could kill the 99 tigers he said that that son you can kill the 99 tigers if he wanted but he has to be be aware of the 100th tiger now the years have passed a small boy grew taller and stronger he drank the milk of the english cow he was raised by the english nanny english nanny means the female caretaker he watched english movies also like the other crown princes did during those days now slowly slowly he became 20 years old and he was crowned as the king but still the people of his territory did not forget the prediction of the astrologers 
Now, what happened one day? One day, few people in his kingdom they were discussing about the astrologer's prediction, and anyhow, it comes to the ear of the king. And the king he became very angry, and he suddenly decided to safeguard himself, and he decided to prove the prediction of the astrologer wrong. Now, for doing this, he announced his uh, his courtiers. his courtiers that he would only take care of his state affairs after killing the 100 tigers he made the announcement in the pratibandapuram that no one could kill the tigers in his province except him if he would come to know if any other person would even flung a stone towards the tiger his whole property would be confiscated now slowly slowly he was able to kill several tigers but one day a high ranking british officer visited pratibandapuram and he demanded for the tiger hunt but the king did not allowed him for the killing because the king thought if he is going to allow one person then he won't be able to stop the others now the officer became very angry and he went back now the king was in danger to lose his state but soon he managed to save his state by gifting 50 diamond rings to the british officer's lady against 50 diamond rings he had to pay rupee 3 lakhs but he was happy to save his kingdom now the time started passing slowly slowly he killed 70 tigers in 10 years and the tiger population comes to an end in his state pratibandapuram now still 30 tigers were left to be killed so the king he calls his diwan and he ask him to marry a royal girl having a large number of tiger population now every time when the tiger king visited his father in law state he killed 5 to 6 tigers and likewise he managed to kill the 99 tigers now king becomes more anxious as only one tiger was left to complete the tally of 100 but the tiger population in his father in law state got extinct as it was extinct in the pratibandapuram now the pop tiger population in his father in law's kingdom also got finished Now the king was very much troubled. He said that he would not return back to the kingdom unless he finds the hundredth tiger. Now looking at the situation, his diwan visited the people people's park in Madras. People's park was a zoo which was situated in Madras. And after visiting that people park in Madras, he managed to get an old tiger. Now what? the diwan did diwan was very clever diwan placed it in the forest without the king's notice and he informed the king that they had managed to find the tiger in the jungle now after looking at the tiger the king took great care and shot the bullet but the bullet missed its mark and the tiger fell down by the sound of the gun now the king thought that he killed the tiger and he returned back to his palace but later on 
his people found that the tiger was alive and they themselves killed the tiger because they thought if the king would come to know that the tiger was alive they could lose their jobs now further what happens now the king now the tiger king got relaxed and he started taking care of his family he started taking care of his state now the king's son's third birthday was near it was about to arrive okay for that he thought to gift his son so he went to the toy shop and he bought a wooden tiger made by the made by an unskilled carpenter because he thought that i am the tiger king and this wooden tiger would be the most suitable gift for the son and the wooden tiger was poorly carved also because it was made by the unskilled carpenter while the maharaja was playing with the prince a tiny sliver of the wooden tiger pierced in his hand leading to the king's death now does the hundred tiger takes his final revenge from the tiger king i hope you all you all would have understood this story well thank you a lovely and warm welcome to all the students of class 11th today i have come before you with poem first the photograph which is written by shirley tilson from your book snapshots dear students shirley tilson was a british poetess and she was born on 20th may 1924 in england she had a huge passion on writing and was greatly influenced by her father who was also a writer she completed her graduation in literature in the year 1953 and shortly she took writing as her career at last she died in the age of 94 years on 15th may 2014 after giving all her literary works to the world dear students the theme of the poem deals with moving on theory of the human life now let us go through the stanza number first of the poem the stanza says the cardboard shows me how it was when two girl cousins went peddling each one holding one of my mother's hand now dear students now let us discuss the difficult words which have come in dedicated stanza the first word is the cardboard which means a photograph and the second word is pedaling which means walking on foot now let me explain the whole stanza in this stanza the poet is is looking at an old photograph in that picture there are three girls who are walking on the beach holding each other's hand the girl who was in the middle looked tall and she also looked the oldest and the other two girls were younger than the middle one so the poetess further tell us that that the middle girl was her mother and she is around 12 years old when the picture was clicked now let's see the stanza number 2 in stanza number 2 says that 
all three stood to smile through their hair at the uncle with the camera the sweet face my mother that was before i was born and the sea which appears to have changeless washed their terribly transient feet now in the last line of this stanza there is a word transient here the word transient means temporary or short lived now let us go through the explanation of stanza number 2 in the above lines the poetess describes how the photograph was taken means the method of taking the photograph she tells us that her mother's uncle clicked that photograph he asked them to stand still all the three girls were smiling with their open hairs which were scattered on their faces due to moving wind on the beach further the poet's attention is drawn towards her mother's face which was sweet she tells that she tells that the described photograph was taken long before the poetess was born means the photograph was taken when the poetess was not born means the mother was only 12 years old so how is it possible that the poetess would take birth now the poetess calls their feet terribly transient as they were young that time and now their youth was taken away by the time but on the other hand the sea which touched their feet had changed less it also means that human life is mortal or human life is short lived now let's go to stanza number 3 some 20 30 years later she'd laughed at the snapshot see betty and dolly she'd say and look how they dressed up for the beach here the betty and dolly they are the cousin sisters of the poetess mother now in this stanza poetess further explains that her mother used to laugh to see the see that photograph when she became old she would tell her to look at her cousin sisters betty and dolly and how they dressed themselves during their time during that time for the beach holiday now the sea holiday was her past and mine is her laughter both ry with the labored ease of loss it is stanza number 3 i am repeating this stanza again the sea holiday was her past and mine is her laughter both ry with labored ease of loss here the word ry means sarcastic sarcastically laughing by someone okay now let me explain this stanza in this stanza poetess explains that now her mother was no more and now now the laughter of her mother rests only in her memories now both of them had faced a lot of pain the mother lost her youth and the poetess lost her mother now likewise let's move to stanza number 4 now she's been dead nearly as many years that girl lived and of 
this circumstances there is nothing to say at all it's silence silences here the word silence silences means a complete absence of noise or sound now according to this stanza let me explain you in the above lines the poetess says that her mother died 12 years back or 12 years ago the same age the mother was in the photograph poetess further says that her mother's death has made her completely speechless now she is not having even a single word to say now at last we will discuss the figure of speeches which is used in this poem now the very common figure of speech which has been used in this poem is the alliteration now dear students you all might be knowing about the alliteration the alliteration is the figure of speech where the first letter rhymes where the first letter of each word rhymes okay now let let us discuss the words where the figure of speeches have been used in this poem the first word is stood still the second word is through there third word is my mother's fourth word is terribly transient and the fifth and the last word is silence silences now the second figure of speech which has been used in this poem is oxymoron it means virodhabhas alankar in hindi also a, a figure of speech in which two words are contradictory for example cruel kindness both the words are both the words cruel and kindness they are contradictory here but here oxymoron is in the word labored is labored and is both the words are contradictory now the third figure of speech which has been used in this poem is epithet which means which express the quality of a person or something epithet is the figure of speech which express the quality of a person or something and the word which consists the epithet is terribly transient terribly transient now that was all for today hope you all would have understood this poem thank you and have a great day good morning to all the students of class 12th today i have come before you with an interesting chapter and the name of the chapter is the last lesson which in reality is the first lesson of your book flamingo written by alphonse daudet now let's learn something about the author author alphonse daudet was a french novelist he was a short story writer a play writer as well as a poet he was born on 13th may 1840 and he died on 16th december 1897 at the age of only 57 years students now let's begin with the theme of the lesson 
which is based on linguistic chauvinism and linguistic imposition dear students linguistic chauvinism means love for one's own national language but to make you understand about linguistic imposition i want i want to take you in the past just think about the time when britishers occupied our country india and captured the most important part of the country and they finally made our country their colony now what happens everybody knows the reality afterwards rather than adapting our language they imposed their own language english in our nation so this concept of imposing a different language on the other country to make their work done smoothly is known as linguistic imposition and the same is the story of our chapter the last lesson i hope this concept would have been understood by each one of you students now let's come to the story of the chapter in this story there are two main characters first is franz who is a schoolboy and franz is the main protagonist of the story who is also the narrator and the second main character is m hamel the franz's school master or school teacher you can say it was the war time when the german army had occupied the two districts of france named as alsace and lorraine in the same district of alsace there lived a boy named franz who was a dull boy which means he was not good at studies he always ignored studying he only liked playing or going for the part time work or going to the forest to collect the birds eggs one morning franz was getting late for the school and he was afraid of being scolded because his teacher his master m hamel has given some questions on the participles so participle is the part of english grammar you have uh, you would have heard about the present participle and the past participle okay now let us continue but franz did not bothered to learn it because he was not much interested in learning and doing his school work all the time as i told you earlier that he was not very good at academics he was not very good at studies <clears throat> now see what happens now what franz did he thought to bunk the school and he finally decided spending his day outdoors or you can say spending the whole day in the jungle in the woods in the forest so he went out for the forest what he found after reaching there he found that the day was very bright 
the day was warm birds were chirping in the forest and there he saw a uh, saw german soldiers who were drilling in the open fields <coughs> students here drilling means doing usual training which is the part of the soldiers everyday routine <coughs> now further he saw a sawmill nearby and all these things attracted and fascinated the little boy franz to a great extent but the boy he avoided he resisted his temptation because he was scared of his teacher that's why he resisted his likings he avoided everything whatever he saw in the forest and he desired he decides to attend the school now he hurried for the school as he was getting late he started walking but suddenly on the way to the school he saw the crowd in front of the bulletin board near the town hall here you people have heard two words first is bulletin board and the other is the town hall so let me tell you what the things are here bulletin board means a board on which people used to write important news during the olden times as you know technology was not up to the mark during those days and the second one was word was town hall it means the place or an office of the mayor of the city or you can say a building that consists the local government offices now let us continue with the remaining story so now on looking at the crowd franz stopped there and he tried to know that why those people had crowded there he saw some people to whom he knew such as blacksmith watcher watcher means the person who watches it means watchman he saw the black blacksmith he saw the watcher and blacksmith as well as watcher they suggested franz not to go so fast to the school and they ensured franz that he would he would get to his school on time or you can say that they advised franz that he had plenty of time to reach the school but franz ignored them he moved ahead and finally he reached the school but he noticed that the situation was different there as compared to the previous days usually usually what happened over there in the school usually there was hustle and bustle each day which means disturbance you can say so disturbance which type of disturbance the disturbance created by the students such as students talking or students reciting the lesson or you can say dragging of the benches opening of the drawers or striking sound of the teachers stick on the table these all were the disturbing 
noises one could heard each day but this day friends was not no- noticing anything now what happened friends was today means this day friends was not able to hear such type of sounds which he heard each day and finally he concluded that the day was looking like sunday or holiday but he was confused as per his knowledge holiday was also not announced by his teacher m hamel so finally he decided to enter the school premises he went inside but he did not enter the classroom directly as students all of you know the late comers why he did not enter the class directly as it is the habit of each and every late comer that they see the situation first before disturbing the teacher like that the friends also thought so what he did he peeped from the window why was he peeping to ensure his safe entry he was peeping inside the window to ensure his safe entry without the notice of the teacher teaching in the class he saw his classmates sitting on their places and back seats were occupied by the village people earlier the back back seats were empty but on this day those back seats they were occupied by many people of the village and and his class teacher m hamel he was walking from one corner to the other corner holding his iron ruler under his arms now franz very quietly opened the door and he went in but he was very much frightened why was he frightened because m hamel he was very punctual towards the time he was very much strict but luckily nothing bad happened with the friends and he was asked to sit on his seat by his teacher m hamel now friends went to his seat and started noticing about the appearance of the teacher he saw that m hamel was wearing a beautiful green coat a silk cap and frilled shirt so student what does the word frilled means so frilled means uh, decorated or pleated as you would have seen garments of various pattern and designs so you can say that that m hamel he was uh, wearing some type of designer shirt so let us continue the story basically the dress which uh, m hamel was wearing he used to wear that dress on some special occasions only such as uh, during prize distribution day or uh, during the inspection days so friends was not able to understand that what was happening on that day 
why the things were not normal but he was not getting any answer out of the questions raised by his mind but as he was very much scared he kept quiet now what happens after some time now suddenly m hamel he addressed the whole class and the class included the student as well as the villagers also so he addressed the class that it was the last lesson he would give them he also told that from the next day only german will be taught in the schools of district elsace and lorraine and the new teacher was about to arrive on the other day m hamel suggested everyone to be attentive as it was their last lesson of french language on listening all this from his master franz felt sorry that he had not learned his lessons properly he never did his homework whenever it was asked and finally his language was going to be revoked on the very next day he was feeling very much upset he was feeling very much sorry for his works for his deeds for for not uh, obeying the teacher he has also come to know that his teacher was terminated and he will be leaving the school after after teaching there for continuous 48 on hearing these things franz forgets about all the beatings all the scoldings given by his master m hamel and he became very emotional now franz also comes to know that why his teacher m hamel was putting on his fine sunday clothes and why the old men of the village were sitting there he concluded that they had come to thank m hamel for his 40 years of faithful service and to show their respect for their country that was there no more at last m hamel wrote vive la france v i v e vive l a la f r a n c france on the board which means long live france and he finally suspended the class dear students now before ending let me tell you that this chapter has left a message for us and the message is we should love our mother tongue we should love our national language do you know why just go through the last line of your poem an elementary school classroom in a slum in this poem 
Stephen Spender has written on the last line he writes history is whose language is the sun it means in hindi hindi mein iska matlab hai ki itihas usi ka hota hai jiski bhasha jeevit rehti hai aur aage aap sabhi samajhdar hai so i hope you all would have understood the chapter meet you soon in my next lecture till then goodbye